All right, all right. We're recording and we're going to start this in three. Why are you screaming? I'm sorry, I'm just sorry. I'm picking up tempo. I'm picking up tempo. <laughs> Not tempo. <laughs> everybody welcome back to the africana and karen kinte podcast uh, i'm here with my friends and today we're actually here with some of our parents to talk about the topic um toxicity check this is african parent edition um i think we've all heard the stories we've all heard like we've gone social media we hear people talk about the effect of parents in their lives and like the long impact and things of the sort so i feel like it's a this is a good opportunity for us to actually hear it from like our parents' perspective as well as ours. So we have some parents here. I have Ina's, um, Ina's parents here and we have Tosin's parents here. Hopefully mine joins in soon. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves and we can keep on, keep the conversation going. Shall I go first? <laughs> yes, I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. God bless you for um organizing this talk. My name is Tunde Oyediro and my wife is here, Mrs. Oyediro. Um, we live in Lagos, Nigeria. I work with Africa Finance Corporation. I'm the CIO Chief Information Officer for the in technology department. I've uh, been working in banking uh, sector for almost 25, 26 years. So I've been in financial industry here in Nigeria. Um, and my wife works for herself. Into, she's in to um, real estate. Um, I'm also a pastor by God's grace. So Amen. thank you very much. Amen. <laughs> thank you. God bless you. Yes, man. And uh, thank you all for organizing this uh, podcast. My name is Ojiabolo Obo, along with uh, Chika Obo. I'm uh, an accountant by profession and uh, specialize in taxation with the State Franchise Tax Board of California for 14 years, and then transitioned into banking, uh, IT uh, specifically. And today I've been in the banking field now for over 20 years. Uh, with Credit Suisse and uh, in charge of their global uh, batch uh, processing or batch as a service organization. And uh, my wife, Chika, she's uh, actually still in the shower. She's an accountant as well and uh, currently uh, running her own uh, food and cosmetics uh, business here in Switzerland. Uh, unique food and cosmetics. And uh, that, that we are based here in Switzerland and also I would say based in Nigeria as well because uh, my heart is always in Nigeria. Period. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank, thank you so much for the intro. Thank you very much. So we're just going to like dive in. So our first question to I think we should go to the parents first before we go to each other. So we're going to ask what comes to mind when you hear the word toxic. <laughs> Good question. Uh, toxic, uh, when I hear, what comes to mind when you hear the word toxic is more or less uh, uh, negative energy, I would say. Yeah. But... Yeah. Let me ask you, uh, from the young generation, <laughs> what do you wait, define wait. as toxic? Okay, no, we're, okay, we're, we're, wait. we're, so we're I'm, definitely I'm going to, pass, to give right? our opinion. We're <laughs> yeah, definitely okay, going to give okay. our opinion, but we just wanted to hear from the parents first, and then we would answer the question as well. Okay, good. Well, At least um, that's my view. Thank you. Welcome. Okay. Um, when I hear the word toxic, what comes to my mind is uh, pollution, so to speak. Uh, when you pollute something, somebody, uh, 
something inimical, something dangerous to somebody else, when you begin to do it, then you are being toxic to that person. When you're passing uh, wrong information, when you're not living, by example, when you are deceitful, you are being toxic to that person. When you're not, when you're not teaching the upcoming people the right thing, you're being toxic to them. Uh, when you're also talking down on people, discouraging people who you can encourage to grow their full potential, you are being toxic to them. So toxicity is um, endemical to growth, to future development. It's, it's dangerous. Thanks. Thank you so much. So um, over to Carl. Carl, what do you think toxic is? I think I agree with what um, the parents have said so far. Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely negative energy and, you know, just bad vibes in general. What about you, Ina? What do you, what, what, what do you think toxic is? Okay, so you guys, if you're frequent listeners to our podcast, you know I love pulling out the dictionary. So I think instead of saying what I think it is, I'm going to read an urban dictionary definition. So let us see. <laughs> Give me a second. Okay, so toxic defined by the Urban Dictionary is an adjective used to describe a negative person, somebody who spreads unnecessary hate or just talks um, bad things about others. So I agree. I think I agree with that definition. What about you, Marianne? I think, like, you know, you already know, I, I stand by that definition through and through. I feel like it just summarizes, like, everything when you think about toxicity, people, parents, <laughs> children so i definitely can't even argue with that um with that definition that that embodies it all so um no because um let's um let's hear what susan has to say and then we can move on to the next question <laughs> Oh, I think this isn't an interview. I think we need to remember that this is not an interview. This yeah, is a discussion. I, yeah. So. It sounds very strict. I want everybody to be comfortable. I know this is the first time sitting down with our parents and talking about such an intense topic, but yeah. it's hard for us to be. So let's just keep that in mind that these are like people we talk to every day, even for me. <laughs> I'm shy too, but it's <laughs> just not the conversation. Are you shy? Turn on your camera, Marion. Yeah, leave me shy. alone. Don't be shy. Turn leave me alone. Don't be shy. Leave me alone. <laughs> Anyways, uncles and aunties, ignore that banter. So I feel like we've all like have a pretty good idea of what toxic is and what toxic people are and can be. So mm -hmm. if you um, I think my question would be like, do you think? I mean, we already um already came to that conclusion that people are capable of being toxic, right? We can all agree on that. That people are mm -hmm. capable of being toxic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But my question would be, and this is to the parents, and I actually want the children to chip in after. Do you think parents have the capability of being toxic to their children? Could you come again, please? I said, do you think parents have the capability of being toxic to their children? Yes. For me, yes. Okay. So yeah. it's just like, like, okay. So is this the parents here? Well, it, it, it's both ways, but I, I know that and I, parents could be toxic to their children and children could be toxic to parents. In fact, mm. government could be to toxic to its citizens. Mm. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uncle, can you please give us some examples? Also, sorry, wait, please, that was my dad. Know. Just so you guys know, that was my dad. Hey. And I keep calling, I keep calling everybody uncle and auntie. So Justin, please be putting their names if I forget oh, to yeah. call them by their actual Ooh. name. Of course, so, I would, I would say. <laughs> so, so, uncle, do you mind like giving examples to people or parents who are listening out there to like examples of like toxic traits of friends and toxic traits of children as well? So yeah, that toxic parents are. Uh, Parents that, for example, if a parent does not train his children, you're not prepared, preparing them for, for the challenges of the future, you are being toxic to them. You are incapacitating them. You're not helping them. You're being toxic to your parents, I mean, to your children. That's <laughs> simple. If a government, 
Okay, let me limit myself to parent children. If your child, if a child is not being a good child to parents, the parents are trying to help you to go to school, to train yourself, to become good in life. But instead, you get to school, you're going to boyfriend, girlfriend, eventually you're not studying well, you are distracted. Your education, you're just carrying over courses. You've been toxic to your parents, you've been toxic to yourself, you've been toxic to the nation eventually, you've been toxic to your friend. So that's example of toxicity that I can see. And again, if you go to the word in the Bible, you see how Lot was toxic to our children. Lot began to impregnate her children because of the way he trained them. I mean, his children, because of the way he trained them, he didn't train them the right way, the way of the law. So he impregnated the first daughter, the second daughter. So that's toxicity, which is not good for us. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> what are your thoughts, Mr. Obo? Uh, from my perspective, looking at the question specifically, right? I would say, as a parent, I would say no. One, because your parents, or you will never uh, give your child any negative energy as a parent, right? You will actually, uh, whatever you are teaching your child to, to be, is actually looking out for the best interest of that child. As a result of that, I don't think you can be toxic, right? But if I look to the other verse that... Uh, uh, Tosin's uh, dad's uh, reference, that's uh, from a different perspective entirely in the biblical sense, right? But speaking of what the question you're asking, no. So, Uncle, if I give an example, like, um, because you said parents can never be toxic to their children uh, because anything they do is in within the child's best interest, correct? Correct. So, yes. if I give an example, like, um, Growing up or like um, raising a child, you're constantly yelling at them and they, they, um, you refuse for them to express themselves because you know what, they're children and children are not necessarily supposed to express themselves and children are supposed to do what their parents ask them to do and nothing else. And in the long run, you, you see this child become timid and then they don't talk in public necessarily. They're shy their whole life. They don't mingle or when they, you ask them to speak in public, they have anxiety and things of the sort. And then you mm -hmm. go back, you realize that because this child was constantly being yelled at or constantly being told to be quiet or constantly being told to do things as she should, as she's told or he's told, that, affect, that affected who they are in the long run. And it made them a timid, shy person who does not necessarily want to mingle with people. At that point in time, what do you call that type of parenting? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. So when you have a parent that's yelling at their ch uh, children, then there is something more than just being toxic, right? So that yes. parent have uh, uh, something that that needs to be addressed, right? Psychologically. But if you have a child in that kind of environment, then it's difficult for us to say, yeah, that child is going to grow up to be an outgoing child, right? Yeah. But that's a, a limitation for the child. But necessarily, I don't know what circumstance would warrant a, a parent to be that uh, 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 negatively impacting such a uh, limitation on their child. So because of that, that makes it difficult for me to rationalize that, right? I don't know what the circumstances are. If you look at from my upbringing, I mean, we grew up from a very, very restricted, different from the generation you guys are growing up now, where we had very less influence coming into our space. What we had to play with was we get up from school, do our show, we play soccer, right? Evening, we go back and do our show and go have uh, dinner. But that not to use too much time, I think uh, because of that, I think maybe you guys have more uh, distractions or in influence now, but that does not warrant parents at the child uh, constantly. Okay. 
Yeah, so I you totally... will conclude. Okay, go ahead, Tosin. Oh, I was going to say, I totally get your um, perspective. But back to Marion's question, it was more like, why, if a parent is always screaming at a child, is not letting the child speak their mind. If the child goes left, the parent's yelling, why did you go left? Blah, blah, blah. And then the child is allowed to explain and say, shut up. Why are you talking to me? I'm cautioning you and you're talking back. At that point, mm-hmm. this child over, like over time, years and years, is never let to speak their mind. And yep. over time, they become timid. They never speak uh-huh. their mind. Of course, that mm-hmm. child didn't grow up ideally. Like that child is, hasn't reached their full potential and probably would not if they don't work on themselves as individuals. That's what she was trying to say. Yeah. And but my I, thing is, at that point in time, do you call that parenting toxic? Good, very good question. I would, because of it's a negative influence on that child, that would be toxic. So basically, like, okay, so all of us here, have we been yelled at by our parents? At oh, least? of course, of course, of course. <laughs> okay, <laughs> raising a hand. Um, so we've all been yelled at our by our parents for different reasons. And I feel like I think we should keep it in that way that being yelled at. Marianne, the way you're making it seem is very like. It's like abuse, but yeah. I, think, I think what no. what we're talking about is just yelling generally. Parents yelling at their kids and saying that it's for their best interest. Is that am I correct? Yes, yeah, but then also I'm, I'm technically making reference to abuse too because something that's repeatedly done over time and you be do you do it do it like we've all been yelled at, Ina. But yet here I am. I can speak in public. I can handle myself. Right? Not that in certain areas I get a little bit timid because. Our parents have told us in the past, don't talk back at elders. Or when someone is talking, don't talk. Those things creep in, yes, but I'm still somehow confident to speak in public and speak my mind and stand up for myself. Let's say, yes, I was yelled at, but I didn't turn out like that person. So I'm speaking on both ends of the impact it would have. Because even me, it has some type of impact on me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think my dad wants to say something. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I agree with everything you said. I mm-hmm. still want to say that in some cases, parents could be toxic mm-hmm. on children. And one example, again, which I want to elaborate on is we've heard cases of where parents abuse and curse and curse. And I say, even sexually abuse their daughters. We hear you, mommy. Sick language. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Also and their them. sons, too. That, that's one. That, that's toxicity. So we've been toxic. But I'd like to also mention the area that Marion mentioned. For me, uh, when you say parents are yelling at you, this, you are timid, I, maybe because of my background, I don't really believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, these days, parents, uh, children don't want to listen to parents. Conditions where we grew, you don't talk back at your parents. And we are here today, by God's grace, we are not in, even among our friends, by God's grace, we're still, we're doing well. Even people that called, studied abroad, they went to King's College, we saw that there's not a king, kingly about them. No. Yeah. About them. So all this talk I want to talk about so that I can be able to I won't be timid. It's a this day's phenomenon. And that's why children of these days are going astray. Yeah, let's also know that we're Africans. We are you're an African is an African. You can you can't be an American. And you will never be. And I mean, even if you have their passport, they don't treat you 100% as part of them. So we have a background, we have a route, and we need to follow it. We have, we have, we have a culture. If I'm talking to you and my child is talking back to me because I, I, I won't be happy. So and let mm-hmm. me also let you know that no parent is happy when the child is not doing the right thing. And by the time the parent is talking, say you're he's, he's yelling. He's yelling. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> with you. <laughs> okay, I think Carl wanted to say something. And yeah, then I wanted yeah. to say something. That so was... I, think I, I agree with what uh, uh, I just said because, uh, yeah, the children these days they do have uh, their vocal, 
But I think as parents, we also need to redirect them, like you said, take them back to their roots so that they understand where they are, where we are coming from. And for the children as well, if you take the time to listen or heed those advice from your parents, trust me, you are going, you're going to be ahead of the game, right? Because down the line, Mr. Oyedron covered and Mrs. Oyedron covered a lot of uh, what uh, I, this is our uh, background, right? You have to honor your father. Uh, the Bible also says that so that your days will be long, the father and the mother. And also, whatever your parents is telling you, yes, you're free to talk, but at the end of the day, you still need to listen to the advice of your parent and also take guidance and be respectful because that's our culture. Thank you. Um, so we just wanted to hear the female perspective. So, Mommy, if you could talk, and also if Miss Chica is here, she could talk as well. Yeah, sure. Wait, you're mute. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes, we, now can. We, can we can hear you. All right, from my perspective, you actually could be. I mean, parents can be toxic, you know, when it comes to be, being abusive, being, we have frustrated parents, but let's not just go into that. There are, there are parents that are very frustrated and they take it out on everybody around them, not even minding their children. But thank God you don't have such parents because of course such children, we, we see a lot. Let's just say that we have issues. There are like, like um, Ines that said, there might be psychological problems. But what I want you to realize is that the fact that your parents are correcting you and sometimes yelling at you does not reduce you at all. It does not reduce your potential. It's actually to bring you, I mean, make you better, to bring out that very best in you. It's to bring out the very best in you. It's not to reduce you. So there are times they may actually have to like use force they may have to. By the time they correct you, they see that you're not actually falling in line. They still want you to get to the very best. I want to believe that my children understand so much because I make them realize that, yes, I am firm because I want you to get better. Yes, we do. Be better than I am. I will be firm. I don't want that lapse. I don't want you to relax. Yes, you can get better. <laughs> And definitely, we, we, are, we are moving forward. So that's, that's my point, that they do a little yelling here doesn't reduce you at all. Yes, there are times when parents could be toxic, but not this kind of situation, sincerely. Okay. It could be when we come to abuses, when it comes to bringing out your frustration on children and all of that. No, but not when the parents' aim is actually to get the children to their best ability. Thank you. I agree. Um, there's something my dad always says. He'll be like, oh, spare the rods for the child. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> my parents yeah, too. My parents too. <laughs> spare the rods for the child. So I guess that's the mindset that your generation of parents has that I'm not sure it may carry on to my generation, but we can discuss that later on in the podcast. <laughs> but I, I definitely agree with you guys. But Carl, you wanted to say something? Yeah, uh, I guess I was just concerned about what you guys thought. So the patient, um, not a patient, um, the parents would say they Doctor. want stop. <laughs> the parents were talking about how they want um, their kids to like follow their vision and like be the best of themselves. How do you, what do you consider that to be the kid's best version of themselves? And like, how do you know? Like, do you, do you take the, the kid's perspective into account? before you try to envision their best self for them? That's a good question. Oh, so if any, parent, if any parent wants to answer. So I think my dad was speaking. Oh. Okay. As a child, uh, Carl, good question. But you're, as a child, right? We, as your parents, we have... The, every parent's dream is that our children will be better than us, right? 
that's our prayer, and that's what we uh, aim to achieve. And when we are guiding the children, the yes, goal sir. is that they don't need to make the mistake that we made because they can use that to get themselves on ahead of the <laughs> This world is a challenge, and because we've been there, that I guide in her and give her some pointers that can enable her to go further, right? So she have her own dreams, she have her own goal, but just that little guidance that we give her can enable her. I have my wife here, Chica, she's here now, can enable her actually go further without getting distracted and losing focus of her goal. So again, it's not our goal, it's her goal. Did that answer your question, Carl? Uncle, to answer, I don't mean to interject, but uh, my grandma just joined. So um, I'm going to have her like introduce herself for a split second. She'll be joining and giving her opinion where, um, you know, she wants to give her opinion. Sure. We'll ask you the question. It's okay. So, but you can introduce yourself, grandma. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. I'm Mrs. Yema Rahim. I'm Marion's grandmother. And uh, she had asked me to join, but I, I came late. I'm just coming from work. So um, I don't know how far you guys have gone, but I would love to have your opinion. And then um, I'll give my own opinion about what she told me they wanted to discuss about. Sure. Thank you very much, Mario. We're really excited for you to join us. We were just talking about, um, do you think parents can be toxic to their children? And the uh, parents were giving their opinion as well as the children were giving their opinion on the question. So we don't mind hearing your opinion too. Do you think parents can be toxic to their children? She asked me that yesterday and I told her a little what I think. Yes, we can sometimes but um what i told her is for us it's not that we don't listen we want to listen to them but it's the approach for me that's what i think is the way they start their their um delivering their message if you start delivering your message with um grandma or mommy can i say something we're going to wait and listen to what you have to say but if you start by saying i don't think that is right no it's going to be tough for me to listen. You already just, you, it's like you're telling me everything that I'm saying is not right. So we, if sometimes when we listen to them, we can get ideas from them too. I believe that. But the delivery is the way you deliver your message for me. That's how I'll listen to you because you have an opinion too. Everybody has an opinion. I may say something thinking that I'm right. And because they're children doesn't mean that, um, they cannot tell us something that we can learn from. I am semi-old school. <laughs> because I wouldn't say completely old school. I'm in my going to my late 60s now. So <laughs> the way we were brought up, times are changing. So mm -hmm. I think we should listen to them sometimes. I believe that. I think so. So I don't know what you all have been saying about that. So let me just hear a few things you guys have said. <laughs> I think you guys are all right. saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think any parents really said anything much different. Oh, really? Yeah. I think you guys all said the same thing. But um, there was something that um, um, Susan's mom said, that auntie said that I would like to go back to quickly before we do the last question. She said, um, and Carl touched on this briefly, where he said, sometimes use force to get us to be the better versions of ourselves. The question becomes, how do you know we're the, we are, this is the better versions of ourselves. And then also, I feel like to our parents, the better versions is going to school, finishing education, getting that high degree, getting that good job, getting the house, and finally being financially stable, you are that person. My question will be uh, more so, and studies have shown this, by the way, that even though we can be that accomplished, there's so many psychological things that we do not even know we have uh, wrong with us that we don't even see them start to manifest until we have friends, until some of us are married, until some of us start to interact with other people. Then you realize that because of how you were treated in a certain way, you realize that either you're aggressive to people, either you don't know how to talk 
talk to people properly just because things like this were done um were done to you again and then yes we might be educated we might have finished school we might have been financially stable but in psychological there's a lot of things that we portray because of our upbringing how do you guys what do you guys have to say about that um let me listen to somebody else's opinion and then i'll chip in wait that was long <laughs> that was long that was long. I, I don't think they know what they're answering. Yeah, right. Could you like so what's the final question? What's the summary? Yeah. You want me to give Okay. So let's say your child is fully accomplished, like school, they've gone to school, they finished school, they've had a good financially stable. But most of us are going to be because you guys have trained us to be very ambitious people. Then but then we fall short in certain areas that we don't even realize that we fall short in sometimes based on our upbringing because auntie said an example like sometimes parents use force to make us um uh, parents use force to make us the best versions of ourselves i agree in certain ways it works and some children it doesn't work can you guys hear me yeah yes go ahead okay and it doesn't work. Some children become very successful, like I said, but then they enter marriage, for example. They become abusive to their partners. They become, like, ignorant to their partners. They don't listen to their partners. They become controlling to their partners. And studies have shown that some of this may lead to the child, um, child, um, childhood upbringing. What do you guys have to say about that? Or is it so long again? No, no, no. Okay. I think you've... Uh touched on a very important topic that I also would like to, I do like to share with children, right? Growing up, you can have some uh, challenging or parents that are very harsh, which sometimes we are, because due to some certain circumstance, what I advise children to do is, it's like, uh, it's all about your perspective. How do you see it? Sometimes some people see cup as half full, some see it as half empty, right? If you look at all the journey that you've come through to the state that you are in, if you look at the positive in every situation, you will tend to not let that impact of who you become as an adult, right? It doesn't mean that psychologically some things can come back, but if you address them, go to the root cause of them, and then see the positive in that whole experience, I think you will come out on top. That's my perspective. Okay. Um, Auntie Chica, I actually want to hear Auntie Chica's opinion because she hasn't really Hello. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. Good evening. <laughs> Very, Hi. very important topic. Very, mm. very important. Thank you. <laughs> and I, I don't think 30 minutes is enough to discuss this. We can go further, <laughs> but we... It's we okay. Try to... It's okay. I know. No, um, you know, my husband, like my husband said, you know, everything he said is true. And it also depends on, on, on the child. If, if like, like me now, I, if I'm talking to my children, I'm yelling because my I have a high tone. <laughs> and they keep telling me, Mommy, why are you yelling? Mommy, you are always yelling. Mommy, other, but I'm trying to correct you guys because you keep repeating the same thing over and over, over and over. And the only way for us to get it through to them is to talk to them. You know, sometimes I will talk to them with, with a harsh tone. And at the same time, I will call them back and I tell them, I said, Listen, this is why I want you to do this thing this way. That um is for your own good. So, you know, it's not we're, it's not like we are harsh or we don't want them to, you know, to go to, you know, like as adulthood with some type of negative feeling or something. It's just to correct them and to make them be good in future. Okay, thank you. I think my dad thank wanted you. something. Yeah, I, thank you. Yeah. Um, what I just want to also add to what has been said is that when you think your parents are yelling on you, let's ask questions. What is making this parent? What is making this mother, this father, 
to hear. Exactly. I think children, I think children should ask that question first. Why is exactly. my father yelling? Why is my mother yelling? Uh-huh. No child wants her child, no, no parent wants her or his child to stray. Mm-hmm. Every group parents want their children to be better. And yes. it's the, yeah, it's the, it's the role and responsibility of every parent to train their child or their children. The Bible mm-hmm. says, train your child in the way that it will go. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that when it grows up, it will not be the Now, these days, people are training their adults. If you don't train them from young, you are bound to fail and you can't train an adult. Uh, because they become dry fish. So what am I saying? <laughs> when the expectation is lower, is higher than the result, parents will yell, quote and unquote. Mm-hmm. They are not yelling, they are just trying to make you better and to make you to align. That's one. Number two is another aspect. What children cannot see, parents can see. If a child climbs a 10-story building, a, a parent that is sitting down can see farther than what that child in that story can see. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of time. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there, is, there is this spiritual eyes that parents have uh, and you don't have. So exactly. you need to, to listen and ask, why is this mother, why is this father yelling? Quote and unquote. Mm-hmm. If I've had many children, eventually after they are married, you say, oh, this is what my mother was saying then. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Some of them is, is too late because they didn't accept it on time. But yeah. I want to also yeah. come to parents' side also. Now talk, I'm, 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 I want to flip it the other side. There is a, a difference between academic excellence and home training. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We parents, we mistaken academic excellence for home training. Once a child is doing well academically, scoring A's, reading very well, we believe the child is wise. Mm-hmm. No, academic excellence, it does not mean the child is wise and has home training. We've seen so yeah. many first class, summa cum laude, children that couldn't keep their job. Slight annoyance, they resign. Slight mm-hmm. problem, they give up. They don't mm-hmm. have home training. They don't greet their bosses. They don't behave well. As so, your certificate cannot take you if you don't have character. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, character matters, and this is what the parents are trying to build in you. That's why many children of this they cannot keep their marriage. You have first class. I have first class. You have mm-hmm. second degree. I have second degree. Why can't you go to kitchen? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. So, I believe in home training apart from academic excellence. So we need to combine the two. All this, I want to talk. I don't want to be timid. I want to be okay in the society. You are not yet successful until you are successful from the home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. So we need to look at that. Academic success, being successful in the society, sincerely secondary to me. If you have failed at home, your child, your child cannot listen to you. You cannot be proud of your children. You will care about your children. You say, hmm. Mm-hmm. That means you are coming. <laughs> you are failed. <laughs> you are failed. That's why we don't stop teaching these children. Though they are now in their 20th, 20s, we still poke nose, quote and unquote, until you they get married. Even when they get married, we train them. Because mm-hmm. we should train our children. Children. Thank you. Well said. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> okay, so my question is, so you guys, you, you know your um, generation and the things you guys like and what you don't like. I'm so sorry for using the term guys in our generation is normal, but I know my parents personally don't like it when I my say My parents that. too. So I, I, was, I, I knew somehow when I was hearing you guys. Yeah, I, I knew. I know you Uncle, were please. Uncle, don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. yells at me that's for the same thing. I apologize. But that's a joke. We hate. I want to ask. Oh, okay, we have a new member. Oh. 
Who is Wait. that? Ismatu's Wait, mom. Wait, Ismatu's mom. Yeah. That's Ismatu's Sorry, mom. Guys. Wait, Ismatu, hi. Introduce yourself. Hi. Introduce yourself. My name is Mariama Kamara. Yeah. I Thank you so much. It's nice to see you on here. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you can answer this last question. Um, okay. Sorry, guys. I'm late. <laughs> hi, everyone. Hi. So the final question that we'll discuss is how do you think our generation will be as parents? Um, I guess, Daddy, you can start. Uh, Your generation, again, our prayer is that you will be better than ours, right? For your generation need to develop that patience, right? Like, uh, just uh, just confirm now, you need to, the home upbringing is key. Rather than relationship being transactional, you have to be very diligent in what you do, because that is how you're going to train your children in the way that they will be, right? So for that, your generation, there's a lot of distraction, but with God, all things are possible, right? We are praying that you guys will definitely exceed what we have achieved. How do you spirit. think it will be, though? Like, good or Yeah, how do you think it will be? Yeah. With what we are training you to do and to be now, I think yeah. you will do well. Okay. Grandma, how do you uh, think it will be? <laughs> how do you think it will be? How do I think you guys will be? Like, um, um, Ina's dad was saying, you, the thing is, what we're training, we're training you guys, right? We've trained yep. you guys already. Sometimes, mm-hmm. listen, don't try telling us about technology. This is different. That is different. <laughs> because that's, that's the thing that they come up with all the time. Oh, mm-hmm. your days, your days, your days. If you mm-hmm. sit down and listen, like his dad said earlier, when we yell at you, it's not because we want to yell. Because sometimes some of the some of the children, I'm not saying her because she was not there. Some of the children, when you when you start talking and they want to talk above you, mm-hmm. they don't even give you a chance to finish what you want to tell them. And most times they come back and say, Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know that's what you wanted to say. They're very you're impatient. That's your problem. Yeah. But we believe that if with patience, we're praying for you guys, we're still praying, we don't stop praying for you guys. Mm-hmm. We're still praying. That if you guys have patience to listen and take in some of the things that we are telling you, your children, just just don't just give them all these technology things. Mm-hmm. Try to find time to sit with them because this is yes. what we were doing with you guys. That's why at mm-hmm. least there's no time to sit down and talk with your children. There's no time. We 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 letting this thing um, go now that you cannot even find a day. Let's say a day in the week or twice a month. Sit down and have family time. It's not mm-hmm. there anymore. You guys are too busy. Mm-hmm. You guys are, you, you know, they, they, even when we call them, they're like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. Yes, we agree. Mm-hmm. But find time to sit with us and let's have family time. And if your children see us having family time, they will do the same thing too. So we just, exactly. if you guys just slow down a little, we know technology is taking you guys up all, all over, but find, mm-hmm. just slow down a little bit, please. Okay. Um, Daddy, what Isma- do you think? Well, I wanted to hear Ismatu's mom. Hi, oh, yeah, Ismatu's mom. My mom is shy, y'all. <laughs> She's oh, shy. Like, I always pray God for you guys. I want you guys to be better than me. And uh, you guys have to listen to your mom and your dad. Ismatu, stop laughing. So how you think, say we will be as parents then, different from oh, okay. Like we, like whenever I talk to you sometimes, oh, it's meant to come here, let's talk. Is your mom, I don't have any time. I have to go. Yeah, I have to go do this. I Always in a hurry. This. Yeah, you have to sit with your mom and you have to listen to your mom. So in future, you will know how to talk to your kid. Oh, because my mom taught me this. Oh, my dad taught me this. Yeah. But they don't listen. That's a problem right now. <laughs> So do you think I would I listen to my kids in the future? Or my kids will listen to me? Oh, because if you listen to me, your kids will yes. listen to you. That's <laughs> if they watch you argue with your parents all the time, that's what they if would do. If you argue with me in picture, your kids are going to do it to you too. 
Yeah, that's why when I say anything, say, oh, yes, ma, that's great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Daddy, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. The question is, what do you think our generation will be like as parents? My generation. Oh, your generation as parents, what I think you're going to be is you guys are too solo. <laughs> you're solo. Yeah, you're solo. Everything uh, is me. Me, me. You're, you need communal mentality. Unfortunately, we're in the days of technology. And mm -hmm. um, those days when we used to have all these wired phones at home, wired telephones, if you can still imagine it. Somebody is calling you from abroad. You see the father, mother, all the children, they want to hear, they come together. But now everybody has uh, a mobile phone. So individualistic life. Mm -hmm. So you are doing, a, you're doing, a, he's doing his own. So everything is making us to go solo. You'll be in your room, you are connecting to the world. You'll be, mm -hmm. I'll be in my room. So we need to come together again. Even COVID-19, COVID-19 is making us to go solo. So the bond is being lost. The bond is being eroded. Father, mother, mm -hmm. sister, family bond is being eroded. In fact, national bond is being eroded. So global bond is being eroded. So we need to deliberately come together to maintain the bond. It is then we can achieve purpose, great mm -hmm. purpose, and love can come back in our life. So in short, I mean, in summary, your kind of parenting, I see it that you are, too, you are going solo. You need to make deliberate effort to stay together with your children, your husband's wife or family. Thanks. Yeah. Many parents have their children in on the same under the same roof, but their children are far gone. They don't know. Yes. That's God for the <laughs> They are far away from God living in the same house. And that's why they will say, Oh, yes, we see are not here. The parents say, Oh, Junior is good. Junior is good. They don't know that Junior is already spoken in the they don't know. They don't know that um, the little girl that they're calling Queen, Queen, has already has aborted about three times. Oh, no. <laughs> and and is giving is... my space, giving my space, giving my space is killing the world now. What is space? We are used to space without parents. And I want us to know that there's no new without the old. I'm talking to the young generation now. The mm -hmm. new came mm -hmm. from the old. You need the old to excel in life. You need mm -hmm. the old to pour themselves into you so that you can be relevant in life. You cannot succeed alone. You need the old. So stop telling us it's not your generation. Our generation. Uh -huh. <laughs> what does mommy think? Uh -huh. Same. Same. Yeah, Same. Same. Okay, mommy, what about my mom? Mommy, what do you think? <laughs> Same thing as Tosin's father. Literally co-signing. So they all think everybody the thinks everybody's agreeing. No, find time. We, we, you know, find time to bond with us. You know, find time. You don't. You don't have time. You're always rushing. Okay, well, let me speak you for my generation. Let me speak for my generation. Yeah, okay, Maria, speak for us. We're gonna be very communicative parents. Me too. Yes. Uh, I think <laughs> from afar. Nope, nope, nope. No, 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 I don't think so. Very hands on, actually, go no, through life no. with our children, not <laughs> telling them how to go through love, but rather experience it with our children, be there every step of the way. If it's every event, every this, where that, not just from afar being dictators, not that you guys are dictators, by the way. Just saying, we're going to be very communicative. We're going to be very conscious of um, their mental health because we've experienced those things. And I feel like we're going to do ways to make sure that our children would raise their children to be better humans, though, and also be able to raise children who are not a little messed up in the head, um, or a little, you know, not being able to communicate. But I, one thing I do know about our generation is we're going to be very communicative, very, even I with these so mobile too. phones. Yeah. I think I our children would have 
you know, maybe the the computer or iPad or whatever. But at the end of the day, I felt like us growing up, we definitely going to be communicated with our children, like talk with them, try to hear about how they're feeling, just to understand, you know, where they're coming from, because we've been there. So I feel like with our experiences, we'll be able to guide them um, a little bit better. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, the way you guys grew up is not better or anything, but it's definitely different from ours. And I feel like as starting from my generations and generations to come, like it's gonna be very similar and I feel like it's gonna get better. So whatever we've experienced now, we would be able to use that in the future, you know, to build a relationship better between our our kids and stuff. But yeah. I personally, I think, I mean, I haven't really said this from the beginning, but I think like some parents, of course I can't speak for everybody, but I would say some of the parents in my, like our parents' generation are like pretty decent and good parents because yeah. even it goes back to even my own parents, like the way I was raised, we're talking about parents yelling and, um, not listening to their children and not letting their ch- their children speak and everything. I personally, I feel like the way I was raised and also some other parents are raising their children this way. They tell you, oh, A is the right path for you. And I be- or rather, I believe A is the right path for you. And then they listen to what you have to say. Why, why are you going through route B? Even though I see that A is better for you, they listen to why you are going through route B. Now, if route B makes sense to them, if they ask you, oh, when you go through our B, what's the income? How is it going to work for you? What do you see yourself doing in five years when you pass through our B? They ask you a bunch of questions. If you cannot answer, of course, they tell you, oh, you're not ready. Go and think about it. Or please yeah. go through route A. Or then if you're like able to answer all their questions and it makes sense to them, they're going to tell you straight up, okay, now you can go route B. If you need support, financial support, emotional support, any type of support, we're here for you. And I'm saying mm-hmm. like it doesn't go for all African parents, but some of them are actually like this. Some of them are doing it right, and some of them are like training their ch- children right. And you can't tell me um, my uh, these parents raised these like children to be this way, and then I would raise my children the other way. I personally, I feel like I would raise my children with the knowledge my parents raised me and better. Because I know a little bit more than my parents as of right now, like because I, I know more technology stuff, I know more stuff in my generation. So definitely, I would use part of what I was taught to teach my own children, and that's my opinion. Yeah, no, I totally agree. no, that makes sense too. Yeah, and you yeah. hit the because not on the head. Every parent and, is like um, just like not all children don't listen to their parents. But go ahead, Ina. Yeah, it's okay. No, I was saying like Tosin, you really like you hit it the nail on the head. I think we are fortunate that the same people who came together to start this podcast and who happened to be friends, the upbringing we had, we were fortunate for that. We're fortunate for that. We were lucky to have parents, the parents we have, but we also still feel like it should be a discussion about African parents being toxic in a sense, even though we may not have toxic parents, there are toxic African parents out there because of the same upbringing that our parents had. But you you said it perfectly. So thanks to all the parents who came today. It was interesting hearing your perspectives on the topic. Um, I also think that this podcast did something really special by introducing the parents over. Whenever I hear this discussion being had, it's usually between people of the younger generation. So I appreciate uh, the parents in the older generation um, providing their input. Um, yeah, I'm really appreciative of you guys. And I love hearing and meeting you guys too. So thank you. so on that note thank everybody for their presence thank you all for your views and your perspectives thank you so much well done so on that note thank you guys for listening to the africana ankara and kente podcast don't forget to tune in to us every week we are the latest podcast in the game and we will be there thank you so much and bye that's what